Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Owen, uh, if you're listening, it's Sunday, and I'm here listening to recordings by myself. It's boring sitting around my apartment, so I'm at work obsessing. Look, if these are haunted and they somehow turn into magnetic tape, unspool and kill me, please just, like, avenge my death, all right? Okay, um, these are from early November, uh, back when I was living with Claire for a bit, and, uh... God, I'm starting to understand what you were talking about when you were uh, on my case about file names. These are a mess. Okay, God, I promise you, I'm going to organize these later. Seriously, I thought we fixed these. Good morning. Judith here from Yes, It's My Breakdown. I'm coming to you this morning with a dire report. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. The space previously known as my apartment has now become a sopping wet testament to the hubris of man. Yeah, or to be more concise, her living room, kitchen, and bedroom flooded. My life has overflowed into a horrible, soggy mess, and I am a sponge brimming with sadness. You know, I would just describe you as damp. Moist. You are a moist lady. Please do not call me moist. What do you mean? Lots of things can be moist, like all your clothes. They are literally moist. Well, now I'm depressed and I'm grossed out. So, care to explain what happened? Well, like with most disasters, it was caused by an idiot who thought he could shirk the rules. Mm, yes, this does have historical precedent. Consider the Exxon Valdez? Yeah, let me paint you a picture with my words. It's the early hours on a cool Tuesday morning. I'm doing what I do best at 4 a.m., which is sleep. And suddenly it's weeb, 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 weeb. I awake to the sound of my building's fire alarm going off. Okay, no, no, we get it without the noises. No, I need everyone to suffer with me. Turns out, the guy living directly above me had decided to use their ceiling sprinkler as a coat rack. Fun fact, if you break one of those sprinkler heads, they send 80 billion gallons of gross stagnant water spraying out with the power of a broken dam. So, thanks to my upstairs neighbor, may I see them in hell, my place is completely trashed. Claire is wonderful enough, though, to take pity and provide me temporary shelter. Of course. It's actually the least I could do, seeing as I crashed at your place for such a long time. So, now I'm the one hanging out in Claire's guest room. Mmm, the host has become the hosted. I think the word is guest. No, no, no. The tables have turned. And now, Judith is the one breaking her back on my couch. 
or actually on an old mattress because I'm a fancy lady with a guest room. And I just bought my best friend some new sheets. I requested 300 thread count or higher. Yeah, well, uh, there are definitely more than 300 threads in there. You know what, never mind. I mean, hey, if you prefer, you can stay in the creepy basement room. No, I am not going down there unless I absolutely have to. And even then, probably not. Okay, but what if I need your help putting some of these boxes of junk down there? Throw them down the stairs. (laughs) What? Just, yeah, just, like, chuck them. No, please don't throw my stuff down the stairs. No promises. Can you pass me that page? You've been, uh, you've been taking some notes, I see. Yeah. I've been going through the notebooks. Yeah? Uh, got any here I can look at? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab one in a bit. They're, they're pretty weird. Some of them get a little personal. I'll, yeah, I'll get one later. Um, sometimes reading them gives me a headache. Probably because the writing is so fine and small that I feel like I'm squinting at it half the time. But for now, I've been thinking... Well, I've been thinking since that night with the spirit board. In this house, it's weird, but it's special. And the more I think about it, the more I realize that I really do think there is something here, but I don't think it's malevolent. I think there's more to it than that. I think there's something that needs our help, like it needs to be freed. I've been looking into it. I'm trying to see what I can find. Yeah, that night was odd, but letting Letting something out? I know the board said some things, but I don't know if that's really the best course of action. Has anything good ever come from a spirit being released? Sure. Uh, Patrick Sweezy in Ghost, or the couple from uh, Beetlejuice. I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, and the guy in The Sixth Man. I mean, if we're going down this path, we could also go with the best friend in Teen Angel. Yeah, you know, if I died from eating, like, an expired hamburger, I think it would be fun to come back and haunt you. Let's not test that. Okay, notes time. I went through the notebooks we took from the house. Most of them appear to be pretty benign. But there's entries in here that are making me feel... Like... Like, kind of like like there's a weight pressing into my stomach, and I can't tell if it's stress or not. Whoever was writing in them, and I'm assuming it's either Minnie or Hugh, they write about how they're so close to achieving their final goal. Here's a quote. Blood is the key. Not just the blood spilled, but the blood linking between all of us. The spirit can only move between those linked through birth, through marriage, through belief, through the fire that burns within us. We have removed all that is extra, all that is spare. Listen, for on the horizon, I can hear the screaming heat of the son of Moloch rising and the death that comes in its wake. That's messed up. But they had a plan, and I think it involved their daughter. Like, again, quote, she's almost due. I see the doubt start to flicker in her eyes, and she is worried, but all new mothers are. But the child is the answer, and if the door does not open, then she shall be the future gateway that this new world will be born from. Her blood is my blood, is our blood, and we are all one in the flames. I don't totally know what that means, but maybe... I'm worried this may involve Dana, and I don't really like what that implies. This puts things in a new light. A new, 
terrifying light. Okay, um, next recording. Alright, day three of staying in the haunted house. The shower is functional, but kind of shitty. We've cleaned the head, but I'm going to do a vinegar soak on it to get rid of any buildup. There's some orange mold in the grout, which is Ceratia marcensis. I believe that's Latin for really hard to get rid of. Uh, we're going to scrub everything down with a diluted bleach solution, and hopefully that will work. I'm not super optimistic about the water pressure with the shower head, though. We might just have to replace it. Yep, that is not great. Oh, for Christ's sake, this house is bugs. Stop crawling out of the drains, you disgusting multi-limb vermin. Oh, Jesus, there are more of these? Yeah, shut up, bleach, you jerks. Yeah, gross. I'm just gonna push all the dead bugs down the drain to pretend like that never happened. Again. <sighs> okay, um... I'm gonna scrub the shower doors down and clean the grout because I might as well do something to pay Claire back. So I'm gonna kill bugs in Claire's shower. And it looks like she wrote something else in the steam on the mirror, but that's... Sanguinum. Yes. Rip! For crying out loud! Hey, you want any coffee? Claire, can you come up here for a sec? Did, did you write this? Write what? Look at the mirror. Um, there's nothing there. What? Oh, I could have sworn. <laughs> Wait, there's a drawing of a pair of boobs. Um, yeah, I may have done that. Yeah, right. Um, right. Weird question, can you touch the mirror for me? Does it feel hot to you? Um, okay. Um, uh, no, it feels like a steamy mirror. Why? Also, why does it smell like wet dirt in here? Oh, there were bugs. There were more bugs. Uh, it's okay, though. They've been drowned in bleach. It's just... It felt really hot when I touched it a minute ago, but now it doesn't. Hmm, weird. Well, um, maybe you're starting to crack from the stress. Welcome to the club. Or, ooh, maybe the ghost wrote it. Look, I know it was probably you. Or maybe that annoying real estate guy broke in and he's trying to legit scare you off. I swear if I see him around, I will strip the flesh from his bones. Okay. Ooh, okay. That is very murdery. Sorry. It just gets me a little heated. I, I did get some security cameras. Nothing crazy. Just ones that connect to my phone. So we, we should set those up around the house. Ooh, fancy. Where'd you get those from? Um, Walmart. Best Buy? Uh, Adam got them for me. There we go. Yeah, I know, I know. He's, um, he's been a lot less frustrating lately, and I'm trying to be nice. He's trying to be nice. We're all nice. <laughs> Look, you do you. Um, but about the weird mirror writing, didn't you say there were things in other languages in those notebooks? Yeah. I'll, I can check later, see if I can find anything. I mean, I can take a look. Um, yeah, no, m maybe. I'll dig one up later. Being pretty cagey about me seeing these. No, I'm not. Okay, may maybe I am. I don't know, it just feels kind of invasive. I, I, I just need to finish reading them first. It's weird, though. I start reading them and I just zone out. I get so engrossed. Hmm. Yeah. 
So I looked up what it meant, and as far as I can tell, sanguinum eus means bleed her. So that's terrifying. The next recording is from uh, when Claire started sleepwalking while I was there. And the first time this happened, I just heard her shuffling up and down the hallway and mumbling to herself, and I just sort of led her back to bed. But she kept heading towards the middle of the hallway and just standing there and swaying. And it was super weird. So after that, I started running the recorder on my phone in case something happened. And uh, here's what I documented a few nights later, along with um, some other recordings from the following couple of days. Okay, what's going on? Claire. Claire, wake up. It's Claire, it's Judith. Claire. Claire, you're dreaming. Open the door. Open the door. What are you talking about? Jesus, you're warm. It's sweaty. Ooh. Claire, wake up. You stupid girl. Whoa. You stupid girl. Hang on. Stupid girl. Okay, stupid hang on. Stupid girl, you stupid girl. You stupid girl. You stupid girl. You stupid girl. Claire, wake up. Stupid. Stupid. Stupid girl. Claire! Stupid girl. You stupid girl. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. What the hell? Good morning. Yeah, or something. I played Claire the recording from last night. And it was really unsettling. I know, I was there. I honestly remember none of that. I mean, I would describe it as alarming. Okay, here's my theory. Maybe I just had that old garbage song stuck in my head? At this point, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, but in all honesty, you've seemed a tiny bit off lately. How? I mean, the sleepwalking and the sleep talking, that's sort of a big thing. It just sort of feels like you've kind of been in your own little world lately. I'm fine. Um, so I I think ever since I actually started taking charge here and getting into the family's history, I've just been feeling this longing. It's like, I have all these questions now and, and I I can't stop thinking about them. Okay, I'm, I'm still going to keep an eye on you, but I only have one request. Maybe be slightly less creepy at night. Very upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, I'll try. No promises, though. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Jude, hey. So I'm recording this because you're asleep, and if I don't record it, I'll probably forget about half of the pertinent details, and I also don't want to wake you up, but I want to talk about this now. I've been going through notebooks trying to see what I can dig up about my mom and her parents and really anything else. Uh, I think I found some old articles that mention my grandparents putting on little art shows, but not much else. I did find a little bit, though, about my birth mom. There's a short obit for her in an issue from 1996. Looks like she was born March 3rd, 1970 in Toronto. She had no siblings. She liked to bake. And she was apparently really good at both needlepoint and softball, so that's cool. She went missing in November 1989, which, like, (laughs) bad timing for me. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds mean. I'm sure she was scared or lost or... I mean, there's no mention at all of a partner or anything. There's no father listed on the birth registration or declaration, so he could be anyone. I don't know, maybe she ran off to be with him? But that's that's neither here nor there, and I'll cross that whole father bridge when I come to it, if I come to it. I I tried to find more info on her, but that was it. She lived, she had me, she went missing, and then I guess she died. Instead of flowers, we ask that donations be sent to the Kenna Center. I don't know what the Kenna Center is. I just found an old address. Apparently, it was in Woodbridge up by Weston and doesn't exist anymore. It is a Korean restaurant in a strip mall. (laughs) This just feels like a lot of dead ends. (sighs) I think I'm probably going to go to bed. I I just wanted to get this down. But hey, I'll probably bug you about this tomorrow when you get back from brunch with your parents. (laughs) And Judith, if you... Listen to this in the next couple of days. I am sorry. I'm sorry that I've been cranky, and I'm sorry that I've been weirding you out with my sleepwalking. I'm trying to put up a strong front, but I'm a mess, and it's just also hard to talk about. I don't even know where to start sometimes. It's just like my head is so full of stuff, if that makes sense. I should probably talk to you about this in person, but I don't know. I'm, I should go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep. Hopefully I'll actually stay in bed this time. Claire is sleepwalking. It's 3.42 a.m. Oh, I can hear her walking around. Honestly, it freaks me out. 
I know that makes me a big baby, but I don't really want to go down there. But I should. I'm worried she might fall down the stairs. Should we get a baby gate? Okay. Okay. Okay, you're okay. Oh, Jesus, Claire, what the hell? Oh, Jesus Christ, Claire. Okay, oh, wake up. Good Lord, you scared the hell out of me. Claire, hey, hey, oh, this is fun. Little parent and porter, Keller at Lux sent in. Whoa, wake up. Yeah, wake up. Wake up. Hey. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's stop walking towards me and, okay, I'm sorry about this in advance, but. What the, Judith, what is going on? Why am I wet? Well, I'm glad you're back with us. Sorry about the water. Yeah, um, was I sleepwalking again? Yeah, and it was really, really weird. You were, you were mumbling and speaking in another language or something. I don't know, it just, kind of sounds like gibberish, and like, chanting isn't the right word, but it's certainly adjacent to it. Oh, God. Were you dreaming? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, I was. I, I, I had to find something, and I had to tell you something. But also, I needed to be alone. I was trying to be alone. I don't know. I, I definitely have a headache, though. Okay. Uh, well, I think maybe you should just go back to bed and we will discuss your weird occult mumblings in the morning. Uh, yeah. Judith, hey. So you've gone over to your sister's place. I think you're helping her pick out napkin rings for her wedding, which, um, yeah, that sounds really dull, but sure, why not? Anyway, I'm bored and there's nothing good for me to watch, so I've been looking through the notebooks and I found this passage in one of them. It's actually not even a part of the book, it's just a piece of paper that was jammed in there. It's weird, but I, I'm pretty sure it's about Dana. Here, it, um... She's grown into a beautiful woman and will become a mother, not just of a child, but of a movement. We will finally be able to finish what we started. I can only hope that our faith is stronger than the threads of doubt that wind their way through her mind. She is ready, but she is still young and susceptible to being tainted by the filth outside these walls. It is almost time, only a few more months. So that's just like weird sounding. So they were definitely okay with the baby, but like, hang on, the, the zoom is acting up. Piece of trash. Crap, I hope it doesn't like explode or anything. Um, ow! 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 Crap, 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 crap. Okay, um, that was. I. I hadn't heard that before. I hadn't heard that recording before. This was from the same night as this recording. Um, I got home and I thought Claire was asleep, but. You know what? Let's just, I'm just gonna play it for you. So, Claire's been acting weird. Not like normal weird, but like weird weird. And it's been almost two weeks here and things were okay at the start, but then 
well, there's the sleepwalking and then that, you know, like that probably has some sort of rational explanation, but even when she's awake, something's off. And I'll come in and she's sitting there and she's reading the notebooks and it's just flipping back and forth. But you can't really disturb her when she's doing that. And it's kind of like she's just, she's zoned out. She's in a trance, like flip, 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 back and forth. And she's, she's been a little moody, but it's like a light switch. She's fine, it's all okay. And I'll leave the room or I'll go run an errand and I'll come back and it's like, she's just ready to rage. And I think part of the reason I'm staying here and not just in an Airbnb or with my parents is because I'm worried about her and I don't want her to do anything harmful. And I, I don't know, my parents live in Scarborough and I don't feel like commuting. I don't know, this has been getting worse since we found that stupid spirit board. And I found a notebook. Sorry, Claire. Uh, I've been flipping through it though, and yeah, there's some boring day-to-day -day stuff, notes, uh, but there's also some weird writing in here. Sometimes it looks kind of like poetry, but it's not. Probably because there's more Latin in here than one would expect. I know it sounds super silly of me to say that they look like spells, but I don't know, that sounds ridiculous. There's writing in here though that sets off alarm bells in my head, like, okay. Um, we are getting closer. The child becomes the woman, becomes the mother, becomes the mother of us all, blood for blood. We must be the key, the lock, the listener, the seer. There's a gestation chart in this one. And that has to be for Dana, because the years line up. So clearly her parents knew she was pregnant and they weren't against it because there's all kinds of little notes about like food and like baby growth. And there's also these other notes about like sun placement. Like it's stuff, it says stuff like rising 58.62 degrees and that can't be temperature unless they're secretly American and are measuring it in Fahrenheit. So I guess it's an angle of the sun, maybe? Like this. She shall face towards the sun, be anointed with vetivert and willow, and this shall purify her and the child. She shall drink licorice tea and let the fire burn through her. She is the mother. I don't like any of this because it kind of implies that not only were they going to involve Dana in this, but like, does that mean that they were going to involve like Claire in this? Like, that's that's weird. That's really weird. And I don't know. I'll probably I, I'm going to have to talk to her about this. She's going to be really mad that I looked at the notebooks, but like, I just I needed to know. And uh... hey, Claire. Hey, what's up? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, put that down. Give me the book. Give it to me. That is mine. Holy cow. Okay, wait. Calm down. It was just on the shelf, and I just wanted to see what was in it. In no. No. You can't read these. These are important. Give it to me. Now. Okay. Okay. Jeez, what has gotten into you? What does it matter if I read this? It is not for you. Okay. All right. It is not for you. Okay? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I overstepped. You shouldn't go where you're not wanted. Don't open what isn't meant for you. Are you okay? You are really red right now. I'm fine. You're the one who's playing with fire. What? Good night. Quick note, that was the last night I stayed at Claire's. And the rest of this recording explains why. Well, I didn't think this night would get any weirder, but someone is breaking stuff in the kitchen. Holy shit, Claire, 
Claire, wake up! Claire, wake up! Ow! God, there's broken glass everywhere! Ow! Shit! Ow! Ow! Claire, stop! Don't touch me! Don't touch me! I have to let them out! Claire, wake up! You're sleepwalking and smashing! What? What the hell? Claire, why would you throw that at me? Don't you get it? They're trapped! Trapped in the glass that binds! They must be freed! The walls must be shattered! What the hell are you talking about? They're trapped! I have to let them out! Ow! Jeez! Ow! Shit! Okay, Claire! Stop! Claire! What? 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 Was I sleepwalking? Yes! Yes! Careful! There is glass everywhere. Claire, you were going nuts! I think you broke every jar in here! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jam and pickles. God. Do you remember any of that? No! No, I, I just remember going to bed. You gotta go see a sleep doctor or something. Yeah. I feel really weird. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Judith, am I losing it? I I think I might be losing it. Hey, hey, it's 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 okay. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I can do this. I just Okay. I just have to figure out my next steps. Yeah. Um Where's the broom again? I'm gonna sweep this up or whatever I can. Do you think I can get them out? Get what? I have to let them out. That's that's what I have to do. Do you have a dustpan? That's what I have to do. Hey, uh Okay. Alright. Hey, you okay after last night? Yeah, I'm... I am just picking the last shards of glass out of my toes. Listen, you really need to go speak to a specialist or a sleep doc or something. The sleep walking? The sleep smashing. This is really bad. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, I, I should go see someone. I think I'm just gonna go stay at my mom's for a bit. I, th I think that'll help. Yeah, it might be for the best. Uh, I don't know, when do you think you're gonna go? Today. I'm gonna go today. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry, do you wanna stay here? You can totally stay here. No, no, I I think, I, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go to my mom's place as well. My apartment will be ready in a bit. Um, and it just, it doesn't feel right here being uh, alone. Okay. I recorded what happened last night. Oh, great. Do you want to hear it? No, not really. Um, I thought I was still in bed. I thought I was dreaming. What were you dreaming about? I was in this open field and I was walking towards a house. Well, I mean, you weren't, you were throwing jars. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, I'm, I just, I want to go sooner rather than later. So I'm going to pack up right now and just head out. Promise me that you will make an appointment with a sleep clinic. Okay, yeah, no, I, I will. And I know, if you're taking off for a bit, I'm just curious, can I borrow a couple of the notebooks? No. What? No. No, they should stay here. Uh, okay. Um, but why? I don't know exactly, but it feels right. 
Like, they need to be here. They need to be together. Okay. Please, don't sneak any out. Come on. Just don't. Okay, okay, fine. I won't. Um, I'm gonna go pack up. Yeah. I don't know if she ever went to the doctor. I mean, she said she did, but I don't know what to believe. About anything, really. That's it for now. Um, Owen, I'm going to leave the files on the desktop for you to listen to. Um, And Judith, if you listen to this in the next couple of days, I am sorry. original podcast created and written by Alex Nursall and Emily Kellogg. Directed and produced by Alex Nursall. Engineering and sound design by Ian Bodie. Theme music by Phil Wright. Recorded at Pirate Sound. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Parkdale Haunt. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash parkdalehaunt. Get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash parkdale-haunt. Link, transcripts, and more are available at parkdalehaunt.com. Featuring the voices of Emily Kellogg and Alex Nursall. 